When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yes, welcome back. Uh, as I mentioned at the top of the program, the cricket world today has saluted Australian sporting icon Ian Chappell after he announced he was retiring from his career as a commentator. He's 78 years old now, Chappelle, Uh And he reckons the retirement earlier this year of Ray, Ray Warren, the rugby league commentator, had spurred his decision. Uh, as we know, a 75-test match career as a player, including 30 as a captain. He was just an inspirational captain. Of course, captain the likes of the Rod Marshes and the Dennis Lillies and his brother Greg Chappell and Doug Walters, Ian Redpath, some of the greats of Australian cricket. Uh, he was there. Um, when you look at those uh, years, uh, he was a fine leader and also very, very good and astute cricket commentator. After he retired from Test cricket, he quickly moved into the media landscape and he was the last member still in the chair from Channel 9's famous commentary team, of course, that included the late Richie Benno, the late Tony Gregg, and, of course, Bill Laurie retired just a few years ago from the television commentary. So, Ciappelli, uh, those were the great days. When you looked at that commentary team that Channel 9 assembled, put together by Kerry Packer on the back end of World Series cricket, and when the Cricket Australia came together with World Series cricket and they unified after, of course, uh, the Rebel situation where Packer bought all the best players and they ran World Series cricket. Then they unified. And, of course, he held the rights to the cricket on the Nine Network and brought together Richie Benno, Bill Laurie, Tony Greggy and Chappell. It was just great to watch. And they were the best generation of cricket commentators for mine. Personalities, characters, and, gee, they were good cricketers in their own right. So uh, happy retirement, Chappelle. You've brought a lot of people, a lot of pleasure in the way you've analysed the great game, our national game. And as a 78-year-old, I think it's time to retire. As I mentioned, uh, spurred on a bit by the retirement earlier this year of Ray Warren. Okay, let's move on. Uh, As I said to AFL, there's been another issue that developed from that blockbuster game between the Sydney Swans and Collingwood was the booing of Jack Ginevan. Now, today, John Longmire spoke, and this is what he had to say. It's not so much just a, just a message for our fans. I think just across the competition, it's important that, um, that we respect all players. And, and um, I, I personally have never gone to the footy and thought about booing. Um, it's just not something that's, that's crossed my radar. Hopefully, you can go to the game and enjoy it for what it is, a great contest. Um, and I think that's what we should be mindful, not just our fans, but fans right across the competition. I just think it's mindful to be um, you know, respecting all players that go out there and put their best foot forward every week. Um, it's not an easy thing to do. Put yourself out there and, and play every week on the biggest stage and, and just be mindful of that right across the competition. Jack Ginevan won't be the first and he won't be the last player to be booed. It's been happening uh, at sporting contests and Australian rules football matches for a long, long time. I suppose in some way he laid his bed early in his career 
he was a bit of a smart aleck and no doubt uh, he got up the goat of a lot of AFL supporters. Uh, but in the end now, uh, has it gone too far? I'm not sure. But Nathan Jones is just recently out of the game, uh, the Melbourne champion, and he says that the AFL now should take some action. I think they should say something, yeah. I, I, I wouldn't be... Uh, I'd be supportive of, you know, a memo of some sort. I just don't think it's in the spirit of the game, you know. I... I I have no issue with booing him when he plays, and if you don't like that he, you know, draws free kicks and that kind of thing. But yeah, I wasn't a fan that they're booing him. Yeah, he sits on the bench, obviously injured with a hamstring, and probably may not play again um, this season, which is, which is frustrating for a young young bloke. And um, and and that's probably one of the most dis- disappointing spots to be in as a player when your body lets you down. So um, yeah, I just don't think it's really called cool for. And as I mentioned, I. Just, I don't think it's really in the spirit of the game. Yeah, it's not in the spirit of the game these days, but I can't see how you're going to stamp it out. In the end, fans say we pay our money and sometimes inflated money to come to the footy. We can say what we like as long as it doesn't insult anybody. And that is, of course, uh, insult when it comes to race and religion and those sort of things that, of course, are taboo at any sporting contest. Uh, Lisa's got on the temperate bedshed text line at 0487 736 736. Good on you, Lisa. Sad to hear all these players retiring. Robbie Gray was an exciting player. Uh, to me, he's in the top five. His game-breaking moments in games that were on the line was sensational. There's no question I mentioned that with Michelangelo Rucci. He's certainly a big-game player and scored some important goals right at the death to get his side over the line, and not just goals, but even behinds. Even his comeback after he was diagnosed with testicular cancer in 2017, that nothing was going to stop him from getting back and playing the game he loved. So well done to Robbie Gray, and of course, well done to Shane Edwards as well, who today announced his reply, uh, his retirement. And the showdown is going to be a great game. They'll pack it at the Adelaide Oval because the last time uh, the Power fans or the Crows fans We'll be able to see their teams for 2022. It's like a grand final. Bragging rights uh, to take over summer. Port Adelaide, by the way, won the first one, and they'll be looking to make it uh, to zip when it comes to the showdown this season. The other story regarding uh, the minor premiers, Geelong, is where Jeremy Cameron sits at the moment with that slight hamstring problem. It appears, and Chris Scott's come out suggesting he should be right for the first week of the finals. His teammate... Patrick Dangerfield said this today. Whilst he's strained it, he's he's hammy. I think there's a guy that wears num- that wears number five. That um, I think he's primed for a, a very very big September given the season that he's had. So um, I think Jez might have the cape on um, throughout September this year. He's just boy, he's had an incredible season. Is the hammy a worry? Uh, well, yes, it is. You'd rather not it, it not happen. Uh, but my understanding is it's very much on the uh, on the um, lighter side of things. So it's funny how how things work out. But you know, ten days ago for us, we could happily keep playing through this bye. We don't need it. Then all of a sudden, you know, it's something like this happens, and it's like, well, you know what? The bye's not too bad. Yep. I think it's good. I think it's uh, something that should stay in the in the schedule. And. Uh, <laughs> Jez, you've got uh, three weeks to get right and uh, no worries. That's uh, Patrick Dagerfield on Waitley this morning on SEN there in Melbourne regarding where Jeremy Cameron sits at this point in time. Not forgetting, uh, we'll uh, also have a look at all the AFL teams for the final round of home and away fixtures round 23 on Thursday night 
when Kim Hagdorn joins us in the studio. Just repeating that story that we mentioned earlier, that the AFL has completed an audit into the compliance of players and football program staff at AFL clubs in the current AFL season related to testing and testing reporting under the COVID-19 protocols, which form part of the AFL rules. It appears some clubs didn't do the right thing. Uh, A number of clubs breached the AFL rules, incorporating the AFL COVID-19 protocols. And Sydney Swans have been hit with $100,000 fine, $50,000 to be included in the 2022 or 2023 uh, soft cap. Collingwood, $50,000 fine, half of that in those uh, caps, 2022 or 2023. Richmond, $25,000 fine, half of that again into those two years. Brisbane Lions have been reprimanded in a $25,000 fully suspended fine. And St Kilda reprimand and also a $25,000 fully suspended fine. We'll have more on that tomorrow. Thanks for joining us. Good on you, Lee. Thanks, Jimmy, uh, for helping us uh, with the program here today. I'll be back again at five tomorrow. This has been Drive with Peter Vlahos here on SENWA. All thanks to Toolmart, the complete tool centre. Have a good night.